Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for downloading the John Kintura Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Surprenant. Elion Noah to the near side, cuts it to 35-40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35-30, 25-20, one man to beat, 15-10. Five reaches the end zone. Touchdown, Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Well, as we uh, dive into hour number two, uh, boy, that first hour was great. Uh, Rob Gilster, head football coach at Valley Center. Michael Hobbs, head football coach, El Camino High School. In the last uh, half hour plus with Ned Freeman from calpreps.com. And I would encourage you to go on to his website, calpreps.com. Uh, to be honest with you, when you first look at the page, can be a little bit overwhelming, but, uh, you know, kind of bear down on your section and uh, your state, and I think uh, you'll uh, start to figure some things out. But I'm looking at uh, the San Diego uh, uh, rankings from Cal Preps right now, and uh, pretty uh, pretty right on the way I see it. But right now we're going to head out and get to uh, one of our uh, game reporters. Uh, going to break down a few ball games uh Tomorrow night here, of course, uh, week one of the high school football playoffs. We're going to bring on Drew Cowell. And Drew, welcome. How are you tonight, buddy? Great, Coach. How are you? Uh, doing real well. Uh, and uh, You're going to talk on a few ball games. Let's start with the Granite Hills uh, going up to take on La Costa Canyon tomorrow night at La Costa Canyon High School at 7 o'clock. Yeah, this is a great game. Um, I'm looking forward to watching um, La Costa Canyon's defense in this one uh, They've only allowed 13 points per game so far this year, and um, they're going to rely on Marshall Euchre. He's a senior quarterback along with Aiden Aiden Lippert. He's a good running back. He's very explosive. Um, their defense is extremely solid, and um, they're going to be tested, though, with a good Granite team. This is a 7-10 matchup. So. They're, uh, but I'm looking to see LCC. They're a well-coached team. Um, they have wins versus teams like Vista, El Camino, and San Marcos. Look for them to lean on their defense and run the ball to control this one. Well, I think that's going to be a tight ball game. I haven't seen uh, Sean Sovacool's uh, team this year at La Costa Canyon. I've seen Kellen Cobb's team at Granite Hills, and I know they, they struggled a little bit there in the league, but I think that's going to be a pretty good uh, matchup tomorrow night. Another one going to be down at Eastlake High School in Chula Vista. It'll be Oceanside going on the road to take on the Eastlake Titans at 7 p.m. Yeah, this 8-9 matchup has to be a great one with some very interesting teams. Um, Oceanside, they've had an up-and-down year with some real highs, like their four-overtime win versus LTC. 
but also some disappointing losses like last week versus rival El Camino and uh, versus uh, Mission Hills. So, like, those are two big um, big rivals for them. They're going to look for Kavika. He had a big year this year, 1,593 yards with 15 scores. Um, he averages nine yards a carry. So we'll see if they can get it going, get him going versus a tough East Lake team that has come on pretty late in their league. But I like Oceanside to put it together and come on top on this one. Yeah, Oceanside, a tough loss last week to the rival El Camino. They'd like to get a, at least uh, their uh, first a playoff win under their belt. Uh, and uh, they're uh, predicted to win that ball game by one point over Eastlake, and that'd be a big win uh, down in Chula Vista. How about Torrey Pines going on the road to take on Rancher Bernardo? Rancher Bernardo uh, having a pretty good year at 7-3. and three. Torrey Pines, a very subpar performance at 4-6. and six. That's going to be at Rancher Bernardo tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Yeah, Rancho Bernardo's had a great year so far, and they'll look to further it versus Torrey. Um, they're coming off a big win versus rival Poway last week, and after losing their first two, they won seven out of eight of their next game. So they're all in, and they're a hot team coming in, and I like them in the Division One playoffs to make some noise. Um, for Torrey Pines, it's the opposite. They started decent, but they have not looked like the Torrey we're accustomed to seeing. I really like RB in this one and to cause some um, ruckus in the playoffs maybe. Lincoln. Tell you, an interesting game tomorrow night, and I know this was, we were looking at maybe doing this game, uh, and we ended up uh, picking the, the Valley Center El Camino game, but a game in Escondido tomorrow night at Wilson Stadium. You got Classical Academy of Escondido taking on the Escondido Cougars. This could be an interesting game, I think. Yeah, very interesting matchup in uh, Division Four with Classical and Esco. Um, being very close, in distance, but very different enrollment sizes. So this is where the divisions get, like, really looked into because this is a big Escondido school going against Little Classical Academy. So Escondido, they've had a positive year with wins versus Ramon and Orange Glen. So they're holding down that kind of territory. But Classical has a potent offense, is averaging 27 points per game. Um, with, with the size of the school difference, it feels like the David versus Goliath in this one. Well, it should be a good crowd out there tomorrow night. should be a lot of fun. Uh, two teams from Escondido. Drew, as always, thanks so much, and uh, enjoy your Friday evening. Thank you, Coach. There you go. Uh, Drew Cowell uh, will giving us a little uh, game reports, uh, previews for tomorrow night. You know, Braden, I'm looking here at the uh, the Granite Hills-La Costa Canyon game, the projection, La Costa Canyon, winning that ball game 28-14. to be interesting to see if that's uh, the case. Oceanside going down to East Lake at 21-20 uh, prediction. Torrey Pines Rancher Bernardo. Uh, they got Rancher Bernardo winning that ball game 24 to 20. We saw Rancher Bernardo last week. We saw Torrey Pines the night where they got beat 42 to seven. That game could go either way for me. I I think the Torrey Pines RB game could go either way. Um, you know, I like that uh, minus four projection for Rancho Bernardo, the Cal Prep spread. Uh, like you throwing that out there. Oceanside at Eastlake, to be honest with you, I, I think Oceanside wins that game by two touchdowns. I don't think that Eastlake really has a shot in that game. Uh, if you're asking me, I think Oceanside's too, uh, um, they, they're too offensively, uh, you know, they got Kavikatua. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and, and if Tua's running, if, they, if he can get running, they're 
they're going to be fine. But, boy, Oceanside, you don't know from one week to the next what you're getting with that football team. That's why they finished, uh, what, they finished six and four, I believe. Yeah, you're going to get a team that either, um, you know, did really well against uh, the likes of Torrey Pines and hung with LCC and then, or are you going to get the team that lost 27 nothing to Mission Hills or gave up a 24-point lead against El Camino? So I, I, I don't know what you're going to get at Oceanside. That Granite Hills LCC game is very intriguing, too, because you don't know which Granite Hills team is going to show up. Granite Hills plays up to the competition. They play down to the competition. You're going to get the Granite Hills that came back against Helix, or you're going to get the Granite Hills that lost to El Cap and gave El Cap their first win of the year. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of interesting matchups in Division One. I. I like that at Classical Academy at Escondido game. I think that's very evenly matched a- as well. In they Division have that four. as a kind of a blowout for Escondido. Yeah, they're a bigger school. I mean, they were able to handle uh, Orange Glen early in the year. Um, so that might give them the edge of a classical academy. But classical academy in the last couple of years have been a, a very scrappy team themselves. Um, but all four of those games that Drew talked about, honestly, I can see a lot of those going either way with the exception of Oceanside at Eastlake. I, I know it's a far travel, especially for high school football, to go from Oceanside all the way down to Especially on a Friday. On a Friday <laughs> night with traffic. Uh, it's going to take them a long time to get down there. I, I just think Oceanside's too good to, to um, you know for Eastlake to hang in there. Uh, We're going to step aside. When we come back, uh, we're going to visit with Adam Paul from East County Preps. We'll uh, get a few more game breakdowns. And after the bottom of the hour, Braden and I are going to take a look at uh, all five divisions here in San Diego. We'll give you our thoughts on that. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprano to the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us right here on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, this is Jordan Allen, linebacker from Cathedral Catholic. Cathedral Catholic plays here on 97.3 The Fan. Ten twenty one on a Thursday night, our high school uh, football show uh, going until uh, 11 o'clock tonight. And, of course, our uh, show uh, brought to you by our good friends at Lolita's Mexican Food. Always enjoy that. Boy, I could use <laughs> I could use a little uh, dinner from Lolita's uh, right about now, I can hey, tell you that. I need a California burrito. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind having one of those right now. I went to a banquet tonight, and they fed us well, but that was a, a few hours ago. And it wasn't Lolita's. I know Adam Paul wants a <laughs> We've been going too. at it for a while today, brother. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to go at it again tomorrow afternoon, uh, 12 to 3, and then Braden and I will have the call tomorrow night uh, between Valley Center and El Camino up at El Camino High School. But right now, a man that's going to be out stalking the sidelines tomorrow night for East County Preps, that's our good buddy Adam Paul. Adam, welcome. How are you tonight? doing great coach how are you tonight ah doing really well great to have you as always and uh now where are you headed tomorrow night i'm gonna be out going out to valhalla to see the uh, west hills wolf pack take on the valhalla norseman in a rematch from earlier on in the season all right let, let's start with that game uh, west hills and valhalla of course valhalla's got a, a running back that's had one heck of a year in keegan baker yeah you know um they met prior in the second week of the season uh, in that game, Keegan Baker rushed for over 200, 200 yards and three touchdowns. Um, they were actually down 14 to seven at the half, and in the second half, it was all Valhalla as the defense shut uh, shut out the offense um, of of West Hills, who was led by uh, senior tailback Jake Mayhew, who had 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns in that game uh, for West Hills. Uh, the Wolfpack, they're in their last five contests, are three and two. Unfortunately, they're coming off a uh, 42 to nothing loss to Monta Vista in, the, in their regular season finale. Um, in that game, they actually had a shot to force a tri-championship with both Monta Vista and the, and the uh, Santana Sultans had they pulled out the win on that one. Um, Quarterback-wise, the Pack used a double quarterback system with both quarterbacks 
senior Gerardo Hernandez and sophomore Braden Oberg throwing for about 500 yards apiece, according to the reported stats I was looking at today. Um, their ground game is, is led by, as I mentioned, uh, Jake Mayhew. He's rushed for over 400 yards and five touchdowns. They have um, the Clearman brothers, uh, Cole and Kip Clearman. Cole Clearman um, leads the pack with 11 touchdown uh, catches and also has 39 total catches on the season for 500, 536 yards. Um, in the game against the Norseman earlier in the season, he had 71 yards on six catches. Um, Baham was actually able to claim their playoff spot with a win over El Cap um, a couple weeks ago. Um, unfortunately, they're one and four in their last five games. Um, the Norsemen lost their regular season finale 43-6 to to Granite Hills. Um, in that contest, uh, Leif Adnan um, that scored the only score when he recovered a fumble and ran it back 45 yards for the Norsemen. Um, Mahal, as he says, led by uh, Baker. He's rushed over 1,300 yards and 17 total touchdowns on the season. Um, this time around, though, for Valhalla, they'll actually have another weapon in Josh Meredith, who became eligible a few weeks ago after transferring from Helix. He's already had an impact um, for the Norsemen with his speed, and in five games that he's been eligible for, he's caught 13 balls for 100, 180 yards and a touchdown, and he also has 280 yards all-purposely. Um, the Norsemen, you know, as you guys talked about earlier with uh, Fred, um, excuse me, Ned Freeman, um, they're actually favored 20-14 to 14 in this game by Cal Preps. Well, it'll be, uh, I think, a tight ball game. And again, the uh, second time they've gone at it this year. Another game uh, that you're going to talk to us about, Poway 6-4 and four, going out to Spring Valley to take on Monta Vista, who's 6-4. and four. And, you know, we've seen, uh, Braden and I have seen Poway a couple of different times. And, you know, Josh Butler's a very talented running back. Andrew Wisely, their quarterback. Uh, they've, they've got some weapons, but they've been a little bit up and down. Monta Vista, on the other hand, seems like they're starting to kind of put everything together. Yeah, you know what's interesting about um, about this matchup? Um, this is the first time they've actually met each other since 1974 when Monta Vista actually won up in Poway 6 nothing. Um, so, so it's interesting that they, this will be the only other time that they've matched up since then. Um, the Monarchs um, have all the momentum right now. They're riding a five-game winning streak um, heading into the big playoff game tomorrow night with Poway. Interestingly enough, the Monarchs, they actually started the season one and four, but they decided to change the play calling going from the full house wing T offense, um, changing it to an I formation. And um, they also had a bye, which really, which has really turned their season around. Um, Isaiah Gardner leads the Monarchs um, rushing attack. He uh, rushed for 100, 138 yards and three touchdowns. And he also threw another touchdown to senior Julian Robledo in that big 42 nothing win over the Wolfpack, which clinched their second straight Grossmont uh, Valley League crown um, outright. Um, on the season, Gardner, he's rushed for almost 1,400 yards and 21 touchdowns while averaging almost um, seven, seven yards a carry. Um, like I said, they've changed up the offense. Um, Hamamoto, uh, Coach Hamamoto decided to change things up because, you know, they were one and four, lost some close games early on couple games they probably shouldn't have um and it's worked in their favor as you said for poway um they come into the contest on a one game losing streak losing their um losing to rancho bernardo 16 to 7 in their finale in that game andrew wisely threw for 241 yards and a touchdown and josh butler ran for 99 yards on 25 carries um 
looking at their numbers and stuff, numbers, the offense resolves, uh, resolves, um, revolves around Butler, who's rushed for over 1,300 yards and 17 total touchdowns this season. Defensively, they've been really inconsistent throughout the season. Um, as in one set of four games, they allowed 28 points a game. Um, and another set of four games, they only allowed 10 points or less. So it's going to be interesting to see which team um, shows up. Um, and also, you know, coming down down the uh, down the freeway here to the East County on a Friday night is always interesting. Um, interestingly enough, in this game, uh, Poway is actually favored 34 to 20. Well, uh, we'll see how that uh, goes. You never know in these playoff games. They're always kind of interesting. We're visiting with Adam Paul from East County Preps, our uh, good friend, EC Preps. Uh, you can check him out. Does an incredible job of keeping everyone uh, in the East County informed of what's going on in all the variety of different sports. Okay, I want to go up to the Division One. You got San Marcos coming in. Very disappointed uh, season out there. They're four and six right now. They're going against Grossmont. This game is going to be at Grossmont tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Grossmont seven and three. Uh, if uh, you know uh, Robert Tucker has a big game. Uh, Jamie Odom, their quarterback, has a big game. They're going to be in pretty good shape. But if those guys don't show up tomorrow night, Grossmont going to have a tough time, I think, beating San Marcos, even though San Marcos has not had a great season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what team uh, for Grossmont shows up because in that game against El Cap in the season, regular season finale, they were actually tied 28-28 at halftime, which was really surprising. Um, in that game, Jamie Odom um, passed for 292 yards and four touchdowns um, in that road win out at El Cap um, to, uh, to win that game, 40, not 49 to 28. Um, in that game, the Vaqueros were um, – Grossmont was actually up 28 to 6 at one point. Like I said, it was 28-28 um, um, all after three quarters. And um, in that game, <clears throat> Odom, he also rushed for the go-ahead touchdown in the fourth. And he also passed to Kadan, Caden Tedekon for another score. In that um, in that game, uh, senior receiver Brody Schicker had eight catches for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Um, for the Knights, like I said, they've um, had a disappointing season so far. Um, they, they're two and three in their last five games. They're coming off that um, huge loss, 41 to seven, to Mission Hills in the uh, Discovery Bowl. In that game, they only ran for 63 yards and 29 carries. Um, you know, with this game being at Grossmont, I think if, like you said, if, if Schicker, Tucker, and Odom all show up, I don't think this is going to be a contest one bit. Adam, your final game, we're visiting with Adam Paul from EC Preps, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. I want to go down to Division Five. Uh, a matchup tomorrow night, you got Mountain Empire, up there in Pine Valley, taking on the El Cajon uh, Valley Braves, who went three and seven on the year. Uh, your thoughts on this ball game? I think this is actually going to be an interesting game. It's, um, in my opinion, looking at everything and talking to um, Ramon Scott, we 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 think this is going to be, you know, at first it's going to be close, and I think El Cajon, just because of their not size per se but their experience playing the tougher teams I think is going to um, lead lead to a semi-blowout in the end. Um, the Braves, you know, they actually secured, in my opinion, they secured their playoff spot early on starting out the season with 3-0 and with big wins over Francis Parker, Hoover, and Coronado. Um, but unfortunately, you know, coming into the playoff game tomorrow night, they've lost seven in a row. 
which included a, a, a tough late 26-19 loss to Castle Park, who picked up the number two seed in the D5 playoffs. Uh, for Oklahoma Valley, Joe Malone, he tossed a 69-yard touchdown pass to Clarence Johnson in the loss to the, loss to the Santana Sultans last Friday. Uh, Malone on the season has thrown for 661 yards and six touchdowns, and he's also rushed for a couple hundred yards and another touchdown. Demarius Hyde, the big running back for the Braves, he's tallied almost 700 yards on the season and five touchdowns. Clarence Johnson leaves the receiving attack for the Braves with 19 catches and 343 yards and four touchdowns. He also hauled in um, three catches for 90 yards um, and a score in that loss to the Sultans. Um, defensively, the Braves are led by Mario Jacobs, who on the season has 59 tackles, including five for a loss and also two sacks. He uh, tallied 10 tackles against the Sultans in that game, in that near, excuse me, in their regular season loss um, to Santana a week ago. Um, for Mountain Empire, they're actually on a two-game losing streak and are actually two and three in their last five contests um, against Vincent Memorial, who defeated the Red Hawks 42 to 13 in that regular season finale. Uh, Khalil Whitehead threw for 62 yards. He also ran for 69 yards and a score. Um, the Red Hawks' other score came courtesy of Jericho Brennan, who um, against the against Vincent Memorial ran for 83 yards. Uh, Marcus Smith um, has two catches for 51 yards. Had excuse me, had two catches for 51 yards in that contest. He also tallied 150 yards on kickoff returns. Um, Efren uh, Penuelas had a sack on defense from Mount Empire, while Larry Clark led them with eight, eight tackles. Again, I think this is going to be really interesting. I, I think it's going to be um, close early on, but I, I think the Braves, um, with their experience and um, a little bit bigger size roster, um, could end up possibly blowing this game out in the end. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, week one, uh, I'll look forward to seeing you here because I know somewhere along the line, Braden and I are going to run into you during the playoffs, uh, if not uh, during the uh, uh, first few rounds, definitely at the finals. Sounds good, Coach. appreciate it. And I guarantee you we'll buy you a hot dog. <laughs> Sounds good. All righty, Adam. Have a great Friday night, buddy. Thanks again. Same to you guys. Thank you very much. Good guy right there, uh, Adam Paul from EC Preps. And, and Braden, we're going to get to a break. But also on uh, Saturday night, uh, we got the eight-man championship, which I think is kind of cool. You got the San Diego Jewish Academy, 8-0, going against uh, Foothills Christian out of El Cajon. That's going to be at Mission Bay on uh, Saturday night at 7 p.m. Yeah, excited about that one. I know Dave Marcus is excited for that one. He always wants us to do a San Diego Jewish Academy game. Uh, you know what? You and I do games uh, pretty much every night of the week. If exactly. <laughs> if we, yeah, exactly. I, I do an eight-man football game. It sounds like fun. I think uh, next year maybe, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, if we could uh, find a way to do one on a, an afternoon, wouldn't it be nice uh, to send uh, Gwen and Chris out and they could uh, hang out and watch a ball game while we do an eight-man game? And then they do uh, their show after from the uh, eight-man uh, game. That would be interesting. Hey, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we're going to take a look at all five divisions here in San Diego. Coach John Cantera, Braden Soprano to the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us right here on 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Marlon Gardnera, head coach, Scripps Ranch High School. Scripps Ranch plays on 97.3 The Fan. And 1040, uh, welcome back. Coach John Cantero, Braden Soprano to the top of the hour. Reminder, uh, Braden and I will be back at it tomorrow afternoon at 12 to 3, our uh, Monday through Friday show. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow night we'll have the high school football game for you at 7 o'clock. Gwen and Chris will be out there at El Camino High tomorrow from 3 to 7. And then Braden and I will have the call of the uh, Division II uh, first-round matchup between Valley Center and El Camino. This portion of the high school show brought to you by Eric Paredes, Save a Life Foundation. Get ready for the heart month uh, by registering youth ages 12 to 25 for a free heart screening on February 9th. Visit epsavealife.org slash the fan. All righty, uh, Braden, let's go ahead and take a look at the different uh, uh, divisions. Let's start off with uh, Division Five right now. And uh, uh, you've got uh, starting off in Division Five. The number one seed is Vincent Memorial. They're nine and one. Uh, the number uh, two seed is Castle Park. They're nine and one. And uh, the three and four seeds are Holtville, eight and two at number three, and Francis Parker, uh, number four. Uh, both uh, they're uh, five and five. So I think they probably got that as far as the four top teams. I think they got that probably right. Yeah, it's pretty close uh, to being right right there. Vincent Memorial is uh, definitely one of the top teams in Division Five. Probably the favorite to win it. I know it's cliche that they are the number one seed. I really like Castle Park as well. They go nine and one. They're only lost to a team that's uh, in a division uh, a couple of divisions higher than them in Division Three to Montgomery, uh, who actually got a first round bye in that uh, division as well. I really like to see Castle Park play Vincent Memorial down the stretch, but we do have some round one games we'd like to talk about. Well, Mountain Empire, we talked with Adam Paul here a while back. Mountain Empire going down to El Cajon Valley. Mountain Empire 2-7 and seven on your El Cajon Valley uh, uh, three and seven. That game's going to be at seven o'clock tomorrow night at El Cajon Valley. Uh, Mountain Empire, the nine seed. El Cajon Valley, the eight seed. I got to believe the El Cajon Valley Braves are going to win that game. Yeah, Algon Valley's not having a, a pretty uh, not that bad of a season. They're favored by uh, to win twenty eight to seventeen. I like Algon Valley at home. Uh, number twelve, uh, Marianatha Christian, three and seven, going on the road to take on five seed Crawford. Uh, Crawford, uh, four and six, seven p.m. Who you like in that one? I like Crawford. Uh, head coach Matt Marquez tweeted out that he's got uh, thirty eight guys suited up for tomorrow's game, and that's a uh, a high for them over the last uh, handful of years. He's fired up about having some numbers, and I like to see them uh, make a nice little run at the Division Five playoffs. Uh, an interesting game for me because San Ysidro has uh, won three games. Okay, they're three and seven. They're going against a Four and six Mission Bay team, San Ysidro, the 11th seed in Division Five against six seed Mission Bay. That game's at seven o'clock tomorrow night at Mission Bay. I think Mission Bay probably wins this, but San Ysidro's gotten better. Yeah, San Ysidro's gotten better. Mission Bay won this game earlier this year. I, I think Mission Bay gets the W again against San Ysidro. They've had a really good season, um, you know, with the the strategy that was, uh, you know, Dane Roman. 
um, you know, passing away. They're a former head coach, but the great job by the coaching staff of Mission Bay, um, you know, they did a tremendous job regardless of, uh, you know, any other circumstances as well. Mission Bay kids have been playing their hearts out all year. I like the Buccaneers. Okay, number 10, Claremont, 4-6, and six, traveling out to Palo Verde. I played a basketball game out of Palo Verde. Uh, you're going to get some meal money on that one. Uh, Palo Verde uh, Valley uh, having a 5-5 five and five year. That game's going to be out in Palo Verde, out in Blythe, California at 7 p.m. Claremont, 4-6. and six. This game for me could go either way. I don't know. I, I think travel plays a big part into this game uh, for Claremont, a uh, school that uh, has, has struggled over the last, um, you know, a couple of years. Uh, you know, Palo Verde Valley is projected to win forty to seventeen over Claremont, uh, according to Cal. Preps. I like that uh, spread. To be honest, with you. I think Palo Verde Valley cruises to a round one win. All right, uh, Braden. Uh, Division four. You got the number one seed Santana nine and one on the year. Uh, the number uh, uh, two seed in this division is Sarah eight and two. Uh, they're uh, doing a great job. The three seed is Montgomery, nine and one, and the four seed is a team that got to a, a state championship game last year. Orange Glen, they're six and four right now. Yeah, I like uh, Division Four. I think it's going to be a fun league or uh, division. I think uh, all the way through uh, the number five team and Patrick Henry. I think all of the five, uh, the top five seeds can win this uh, particular division. Um, I honestly, I'm going to say right now, I think Sarah Montgomery is going to be the actual championship, although they play on the, on the, on the same side. Uh, so one of them is not going to make it all the way. But I, I have a feeling that that game is, is between the two best teams. Up to Knox Santana, we had him in studio uh, a couple weeks ago. I think they're a good football team as well. But I really like what Sarah's done and what Montgomery's done uh, this season. But the, the semifinals of Division Four is going to be a fun one to watch. All right, tomorrow night, number 9 seed, Classical Academy, 5-5 five and five on the road. Uh, they're uh, down the street in Escondido, Wilson Stadium, taking on the Cougars. 5 and 5, 7 p.m. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Escondido in this game. I know the, the Cal Preps uh, uh, ranking and their score has a, pretty much a blowout. I don't know if it'll be a blowout. We saw Escondido a couple of weeks ago, and I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit underwhelmed by their offense that night. I was too. They turned the ball over six times. That being said, I do like uh, the, the fact that they're a bigger school. I take the bigger school in this one uh, at a home site against Classical Academy, although it's down the street. Uh, give me Escondido. I like the spread as well. Okay, uh, Del Norte, the 12th seed, a uh, rough year, 2-8, and eight, taking on the 5 seed, Patrick Henry, 5-5. Five and five. Playing at 7 p.m. at Patrick Henry, and you got to give JT O'Sullivan a lot of credit. Patrick Henry's been down for a while. He came in this year, restored a lot of pride. They had some big wins. They took a few on the chin uh, in a big way as well. But uh, the, he's got those guys believing out there. They can win some football games now. Yeah, and they score a lot of points. But uh, you know they're projected to win by three. Uh, which is pretty close for a 5-12 game. That being said, it just depends on how the ball bounces for them. Patrick Henry is a team that's going to drive down the field. They're going to score. They're going to go for two every single time. They never punt. They always onside kick. So if the ball never... If the ball doesn't bounce their way, they can get behind really quickly against Del Norte. If the ball does bounce their way, they're going to win by at least 40 points. Okay, 11 seed, Tri-City Christian, 5-5, five and five, uh, going down the road to take on number 6, La Jolla Country Day, 7-3. and three. That's 7 p.m. tomorrow night, La Jolla Country Day. I like La Jolla Country Day. Their offense uh, scores a lot of points. Uh, and number 10, Coronado, 6-4, and four, traveling out to take on Mount Miguel, the 7th seed, Mount Miguel, 5-5. Five and, five. and, of course, they've got the record-breaking wide receiver who's leading the nation right now in yardage, Jaheim Allen Pompey. He's got a 102 receptions on the year for 1,921 yards 
and 22 touchdowns, setting all kinds of San Diego County records. Pompey might set a record for a single game receiving yards against Coronado. They haven't been to stop uh, anybody uh, this year. I really like Mount Miguel in the game, uh, uh, this round one game in Division Four. And uh, that rounds out uh, Division Four. Let's move to Division Three. Want to try to get through all of them before we get out of here. Uh, the one seed is our buddies from Scripps Ranch. They're uh, ten and zero. Of course, they've got a bye tomorrow night. Uh, the number uh, two seed in that division is another team that we know pretty well, Hilltop. They're nine and one. The three seed is La Jolla at six and four, and the four seed is uh, six and three, San Diego. Uh, this is my favorite division. I think this one's wide open, and there's a lot of good football teams uh, in Division Three. Starting off with Scripps Ranch being the number one seed, uh, they got to be the favorite to win that. But I, I really like. Modern day at the number six spot. I, I think this is a team that can roll through uh, the playoffs and, and potentially win a Division Three championship because of the road that they've had to take to get to this point. Their uh, young defense is starting to pick it up. Trey Edwards is having a really good season. We saw him early in the year. He's trying to keep up with the varsity football. A kid that played Pop Warner just a year ago. He is a freshman. I like him. Aiden Calvert's a big X factor in Division Three huh. as well. I really like modern day. I like Central as well. I think all the top four seeds can win. Also, Division Three is going to be a really fun playoff to watch. I would really like to see. I'm, I'm looking forward to Hilltop Modern Day in the semis as well as Central Scripps Ranch. I think those are going to be two ball, really good ball games to determine uh, who goes to the championship. You mentioned Aiden Calvert. I think Aiden Calvert could play for any team in San Diego. I think he's one of the best athletes I've seen this year that we've uh, done their games. 100% guaranteed to uh, agree with. All right, let's get to the matchups in Division Three tomorrow night. We talked earlier with Adam Paul about this one. Number nine seed West Hills, six and four, taking on eight seed Valhalla, four and six. 7 p.m. tomorrow night out off of Hamashaw River in El Cajon uh, at Valhalla's home field. I got one thing to say about this game. His name is Keegan Baker. I think he's the reason why Valhalla wins. I like the spread uh, uh, minus 6 for Valhalla tomorrow. Uh, number 12, Mount Carmel, 4-6, and six, going to uh, take on number 5 Central down in the uh, Imperial Valley. Central having a great year right now at 8-2. and two. That game's going to kick off at 7 p.m. Yeah, I think Central gets the win. I don't think Mount Carmel uh, has it in him to go out to Central and get the win. It's got a tough drive for a uh, for a school like Mount Carmel, and then and Central's a really good football team. I like Central in this one. 11 seed Imperial, five and five, uh, coming uh, west to take on number six Modern Day Catholic, who's six and four. That's at 7 p.m. at Modern Day Catholic. I really like Modern Day Catholic in this uh, tournament, and I really like him in round one, obviously. All right, and the final game uh, tomorrow night in Division Three will be a 10 seed Kearney, five and five, traveling out to the desert to take on number seven Brawley, seven and three, and that's a 7 p.m. game. Uh, Brawley. Uh, they're pretty good. Brawley is pretty good, just like Central is. Uh, it's always tough to go out to the desert and get the win. Uh, Kearney's uh, down this year. It's not uh, the same Kearney team we've seen in years past. So they had a really good win against San Diego High last week. I like uh, I like the Brawley Wildcats in this one. All right. Division uh, 2, uh, the number one seed, uh, Bishops, with their great young uh, junior quarterback, Tyler Buckner. They're 10-0. and uh, The uh, other uh, teams are uh, ranked in the top uh or seated in the top four, you got Sample Squall at nine and one at number two. You've got Vista at number three, uh, seven and three. Santa Fe Christian at number four at six and four. Uh, I'll tell you what, I look at that division, and, and I'm seeing Bishops with the great quarterback, and and they're they've got better size than I think a lot of people realize. But you know, uh, Vista's pretty talented. I like Vista the most. I honestly, this is the one division that didn't make any sense in terms of the playoff seedings. Uh, Santa Fe Christian got a four seed. If you go on CalPreps.com, uh, they would get the twelfth. 
So it goes from twelve to four all of a sudden, and this is the big this is the big um, you know uh, controversy uh, in the playoff seating. Is Point Loma did not get into the playoffs in Cal Preps? They would have had a seven seed in the new CIF rankings. They're not even in the playoffs. Coach Hastings has uh, made a lot of phone calls to CIF from what I've been uh, told, and he's uh, he's extra fired up about uh, not being in the playoffs. This is the biggest controversy in terms of uh, seedings uh, was in Division Two, a big disparity. I think Vista should have been the one seed. Being the two seeds, not that big of a deal, uh, you know. Going against uh, bishops, I really like Vista to win this uh, division. I think the three-headed monster that they got at running back is is going to be a problem for bishops. And plus, their defense is pretty solid. We'll see what Tyler Buckner does against uh, Vista, maybe in the championship. I like to see bishops play Vista in the championship game. All right, Braden. Tomorrow night, Division Two. You got number nine seed Poway six and four uh, traveling out to take on number eight seed Monta Vista six and four seven p.m. Uh, I think I'm going to take Poway in this one. I'm going to take Poway in this one as well. I like Josh Butler. Uh, 12 seed Mira Mesa, three and seven, disappointing year for Coach Thompson out there. Uh, going against five seed Morse, six and four. Uh, that game's at 7 p.m. at Morse. Mira Mesa already beat Morse this season, so it would see if they can get him again. Uh, I know uh, somebody on our podcast, Chris Smith, predicted Mira Mesa to go all the way to the finals as the 12 seed. Uh, I don't know what he knows, but uh, I like Mira Mesa as an upset potential against Morse. They did beat him already once this year. Uh, you've already beat a team once. I know it's hard to beat a team twice, but you already beat them once, so you should be able to beat them a second time. Number 11, Otay Ranch, 4-6, and six, taking on number 6, Christian, 5-5, five and five, at Granite Hills High School tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Otay Ranch is the uh, you know the higher seed or the uh, lower number, I should say, or the higher number, I should say, so Christian is the favorite in terms of seeding. Otay Ranch has played a very difficult schedule in San Diego. I think it pays off for them. I think they get a round one win. All right, and a game that uh, Braden and I are going to be calling on 97.3 The Fan tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, number 10 seed Valley Center, 6-4 and four at El Camino, a 7 seed at, at 4-6. and six. That game's going to be at 7 p.m. We're calling that game. We're not going to uh, give your thoughts on that one. Let's jump to Division One right now. Uh, number 1, uh, Steel Canyon, number 1 seed. They're 9-1. and one. You've got Lincoln at 7-3 and three is number 2. Mission Hills at 3, uh, at 8-2. and two. And Madison checks in at number 4 at 6-4. and four. I really like Mission Hills to uh, to take this one. They're playing really hot football right now, and uh, you know they're ranked a little bit higher on Cal Preps than they are in the uh, seedings for CIF. I really like Mission Hills. They're very talented and they're well coached. All right, let's uh, roll through these games because we do want to mention the uh, open division that has a bye tomorrow night. Let's start off uh, number nine seed Oceanside six and four going down to East Lake, uh, uh, an eight seed. Uh, they're five and five, uh, seven p.m. I got Oceanside. I know you've got Oceanside as well. I got Oceanside by a couple touchdowns. I know travel will play in a factor, but I really like the Pirates in this one. Uh, 12 seed San Marcos, 4 and 6, taking on 5 seed Grossmont, 7 and 3, 7 o'clock tomorrow night at Grossmont High School. This will be the closest matchup between the 5 12. Can the 12 seed upset the 5 for two years in a row in D1? That will be the question, but I think the Foothillers hang on and get the 1. Uh, 11 seed Granite Hills, 5 and 5, uh, traveling up uh, to the coast to take on number 6 seed La Costa Canyon, 5 and 5, 7 o'clock tomorrow night at La Costa Canyon High School. You never know which Granite Hills team is going to show up, but knowing their history, when they play a good team, they usually play up to the competition. So I'm going to go with an upset. I think Granite Hills gets the W tomorrow. All right, my alma mater, a 10th seed this year after being 10-1 and one a year ago in the Open Division. The Falcons dropped down to Division 1. Rough year, a rebuilding year for Coach
Coach Gladnick. They're four and six. They're going on the road to take on seven seed Rancher Bernardo. Seven and three. Rancher Bernardo looked good, especially in that second half last week. The U and I called against Poway. That game's at RB tomorrow night at seven p.m. Biggest equalizer: the wing T offense. I think Tory Pines upsets uh, tomorrow at Rancher Bernardo. All right, uh, that rounds out uh, Division One. Now the open division. Uh, you got four teams. You got the four seed St. Augustine, eight and two. A week from tomorrow night, going to take on number one seed Helix, who's nine and one. That'll be at Helix at seven p.m. We'll talk more about that next week. And three seed Carlsbad, nine and one, going up to take on the Cathedral Catholic Dons, eight and two. That's going to be at uh, seven p.m. I think uh, those are two really nice matchups. I, I think they, uh, they got it right with the top four teams. I think they all deserve to be in the open division. I think uh, that's how I'd have them ranked, as a matter of fact, in the top four. I'm looking forward to two pretty exciting open division games and a very exciting open division championship. And uh, we'll break it down. Uh, you know, just kind of recapping the show, we got a lot done tonight. We had Rob Gilster, the head coach of Valley Center on. We had Michael Hobbs, the head coach of El Camino. We had a great interview with uh, Ned Freeman from Cal Preps. And I hope everyone really enjoyed that tonight. Yeah, that was really good. We got a lot of stuff in. If you missed any of our show, uh, you can go on the 97throughthefansd.com and uh, re-listen to it as well as the radio.com app. We also have our high school football podcast. Uh, just got released tonight as well with myself and uh, Top Dog. Uh, about an hour's worth of content. We break down every single game in more detail since we have more time to do it on the podcast for the uh, high school football playoffs in round one. Uh, it's a must listen to. We got a lot of coverage for you to listen as you go to some high school football games on Friday night. And want to thank our uh, two reporters tonight, of course, Drew Cowell covering uh, games uh, North County related and Adam Paul out and EC Preps uh, doing a great job. want to thank you uh, for tuning in each and every Thursday night. For Braden Soprano coach John Contera, we'll join you tomorrow afternoon, 12 to 3, right here on 97.3 The Fan. Good night. Bye-bye. Thanks for downloading the John Contera Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.